You betcha. You're listening to Supernatural The Crossroads, Crossroads 003, on Rain Man Digital. The latest is a bitch. Supernatural The Crossroads contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Won't you spare me over another year? But what is this that I can't see with ice-cold hands taking hold on me? God is gone and the devil takes hold who will have mercy on your soul Welcome, everyone, to Supernatural The Crossroads on Rainman Digital, Crossroads 003. I am your host, Thomas Cowley, and joined with me, as always, is Ryan Dutton. What's up? And Michael Flores. Hello. Today, we are continuing the latest 2017 slog. And what we are going to try to do, we are going to be doing two different things for you guys. One, we are covering the latest news, and we're going to discuss what came out of San Diego Comic-Con in regards to Supernatural. And we are going to be doing another Mystery Spot 3000, mm. and this time doing <sighs> Plucky Penny Whistle's Magical Menagerie. You should be happy that we're roasting this episode. I'm, I'm happy that we're roasting the episode. I hate that I have to watch it. But you're, you're watching it it's to make fun of it. one episode that I just can't get into. I'm sorry. I can get into it. I'd like to... Never mind. I don't, uh, I, first off, I want to do something a little different during this mystery spot. Okay. I want to kind of discuss it as well before. So before we actually do the actual roasting, we'll talk about it when we come to, back from break. We'll talk about it briefly, like a five to six minute discussion on this episode. You can tell us why you hate it, Thomas. Fine. I don't think it's really that. <laughs> Ryan, do you really think it's terrible? No, absolutely It's not. not necessarily so much that it's terrible. It's just it does not work for me on any level. And for me, it is the... Are you afraid of clowns? No. Well, I mean, who is, yes, who isn't? But no. though you are afraid. To a certain degree, aren't all of us? No, they're usually molesters. Oh, are they? Wow. <laughs> we're going to get sued by the National Clown Association. There's a clown association. There is. They were upset. The uh, Some movie recently displayed. Oh, it, it, was the, uh, it was the people going around wearing clown masks. Oh, yeah. That whole thing. And they were upset about people it. People should be creeped out. I'm no. just saying. It was pretty creepy. There's, it's just weird. The whole thing's weird. But so we are doing two different segments for this episode. Now, if you guys are listening to this live, nothing will be different for you. It'll be a normal live broadcast. However, if you are listening to this on demand later, this is going to be split up into two different broadcasts when they become available. So just keep that in mind. You're not necessarily going to be missing part of it. There's just a second segment right. that you'll have to go down and get separately. But first, we're going to start with San Diego Comic-Con news, theorizing a bit about what we have to look forward to. For the upcoming season. I'm excited, man. There's a lot of stuff that does sound pretty fucking interesting. A lot of things they kind of addressed that we as fans, especially on this show, were talking about at length mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. end of season 12. Yeah. As well as an article tweeted to us by A.V. Uh, Demarat. I apologize if I ruined your name, but you know, every time it's, it's part matter, of the course dude. at this point. It doesn't matter. 
Yeah. So getting straight into the news, some of the things we know. McLeod. <laughs> McLeod's back. Right? It'll never not be my favorite thing ever. That's fine. Some of the stuff we know, the Winchesters are going to have conflict again. This has been something that we haven't really seen for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say season 12 and season 11 primarily, because there was a bit with the Mark of Cain back in season 10. But apparently it won't be as bad as we're used to seeing. Well, what we've seen during Carver's run. I know that yeah. was something that Dab and Carver both towards the tail end wanted to kind of remedy. Right. I think they let it slip away from them and it became a lot of just disgruntlement between the Winchesters. And going on three years of that, it kind of made a lot of fans upset that he was kind of destroying the brothers relationship i for one don't think that he was destroying them i think it was a moment in their life and it's very real i think all of us can point to examples or time frames in our life where we didn't have the best relationship with a particular family member yes so i'm okay with it especially since they ended up remedying it and fixing it there was never a question of did they love each other and it was never a question of will this destroy their brotherly relationship for all time. No, it was right. just like with Kripke's run. It was going to be temporary as the events in the episodes and in the season unfold that have to bring them together. And like you said, Mike, who hasn't had a moment with a family member where you're like, I hate everything about you. I'll see you at Christmas. Like, right. There's always that better, part of it. You better bring me something cool. <laughs> you better make up for this shit yeah. with a good gift. It better be a double and a dildo. Uh- Christmas at Ryan's house just, is a little weird. Just, dude, he, he tried his Mostly hardest. because his dad got him that gift. Uh, oh! <laughs> wow. Dude, Ryan tried so hard. Like, I think he was gritting his teeth not to say anything. I think this is the longest he's ever gone. So, you know I what? I think so. He did you know bite what, back one. You know what, Ryan? Good for you. You win a whole five minutes. I, I was just... You look, man. I was just trying to slow play it, you know, talking about dildos and whatnots. So, you know, I took my time. Made sure I, I inserted at the right time. Oh, usually you don't take your time. No. Usually he just rams normally, it in. And... Normally I go in dry. What is it, 32 seconds? Was oh that what you God. said last time? <laughs> yeah, 32 or give <laughs> or right, take. that's enough. All right. Now, we do know they're going to have some conflict. This, I agree, Mike. I don't think it was ever that bad with yeah. Carver and Dab. I thought it made sense, especially as they kind of, they had matured a bit. Right. And yeah. so by seasons 11 and 12, they're pretty good brothers at this point without yeah. fighting they talk about their issues rather than just hide it and try and keep it a secret for as long as possible right so i don't have a problem necessarily with them having conflict as long as it's for the right reason which this time it does seem to be about the right thing it has to do apparently with jack and his role and and what they can do with this character do they trust him is he you know, this whole questions about season 12. Is he going to be the Antichrist on crack? Is he going to be a powerful force for good? There's going to be arguing sides. And I think at least that is, is something... he going to be the ultimate white elitist, <laughs> a white male, if you will. Who knows? Uh, we shall see that uh, at least to me makes sense as to them having a conflict. There are two clearly distinct sides that both have viable options. It's not just, well, I'm not going to tell Dean that I, you know, have superpowers right. because. Right. It's it's genuine. It's, it's genuine disagreement uh, relating to a specific topic. There is no lying. There's no at least that's what they allude, yeah. they alluded to that fact that that will not happen. Um, And we saw that already this past season and season 12. We saw two brothers who kind of just didn't. Yeah, there was a little bit of lying with the middle letters, but for the most part, it was just disagreement on a direction or path they should go. Yeah. And 
I see that they're going to be, it seems that they're going to be continuing on that type of disagreement saying, you know, Sam wants to take, you know, Jack, not under his wing, but a little bit of a nurturing aspect saying maybe we should give him a chance to prove himself as someone different than who we just expect him to be. Whereas Dean is going to want to pull up a, right pull, pull out all, a gun and just blow him away. Blow him yeah. away. Yep. Especially after the destruction, you know, of what happened last with the season finale with his mother being tossed into the other reality and, of course, Castile's death. And Crowley's death. Yeah, there's just a lot coming at Dean. So it would make sense that he's going to want to he's going to want to blame somebody. And the nearest target is Jack. It makes sense. And automatically, I feel like this is a much better conflict to have the brothers argue about because absolutely Dean is the one who was closest to Cass. Yeah. Dean is the one who had the best working relationship, friendship with Crowley. Yep. Dean is the one who had to go into mom's memories and fix things. Yeah. Dean's the one who lost so much at the end of season 12. Not that Sam didn't, but by comparison, Dean is going to be like when Bobby died, hitting the bottle or struggling with this. Yeah, we're going to see a lot of emotions. He's going to want to lash out. We're going to see a lot of emotions Mm -hmm. early on. It only makes sense, especially since we had that sudden ending to the season finale where a lot of the Castiel fans and people who just want that, 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 that oomph, that ending we didn't have none of the audience had a chance to really deal with that death. So that's something they're going to have to deal with emotionally and narratively from the very beginning, from the very start. Yeah. And they've, they mentioned a little bit about going through loss and, and I think that's going to be my most anticipated element of the premiere is the fallout from that episode. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't even, frankly, I don't even care about the Nephilim Jack. I only want to (laughs) know. Sounds so bad. I I only want to know. About how they're dealing with Crowley, Cass, and Mom all gone. Yeah. You know, that is huge. Well, These we are, are picking, we've known for 12 years. We are picking up immediately where we left off, too. Which I love that. Yeah. I hate the time jump. Yeah, I, don't like a, I don't like the time jump either. I, I always feel like... You're missing a you're ton. Miss, yeah, like, where where did I go wrong there? Like, where did I, what did I miss? Where did, yep. you know, what, how much time took place? And sometimes they never tell you that either. And it's like, motherfucker, I just want to know what happened. Yeah. Like, I did think... Dean go take a shit? Or did Sam, you <laughs> he know? Does, he doesn't shit. Oh, he doesn't poop? Yeah. He when you're super good looking like that, you just don't do those you things. You just don't poop. Yeah. It's science. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. If you're a 10, you don't poop. Fair so enough. I, I mean, then I must poop a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is that weird? No, you guys are right, though. I think that Supernatural usually does good about picking up right where it I'm left I'm a negative, off. so my whole life is shit. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Oh, my God. I, I Why? That whole visual now. <laughs> it's pretty amazing, though. No, but Supernatural has done a good job of jumping right back into the action. I think there's only a few times where they've had a time jump. I can think of between seasons three and four, for obvious reasons. Purgatory, yeah. hell. Five and six, and then seven and eight. Yeah. You know, those make sense. There's a good reason as to why there's this much time, except seven to eight, leaving Dean in purgatory. And then we see him getting out that for me, I wanted to know what the fuck was going on there. But that was all all flashback. And I think all of us said that we talked about that to death. Yeah, we all wanted that season seven purgatory, like at least two or three episodes. Give us something. Yeah. Yeah. But with Dean having to deal with a lot of this loss and, and he's not the best person who deals with that. 
I think naturally leads into more of seeing Sam as a leader, which is something that they really pushed at the end of season 12 right. with him rallying the other hunters and becoming the one who takes charge in a lot of ways. And I'm glad they're going this direction. I'm glad this was something that was definitely a highlight point for me when I was going over the San Diego Comic-Con news that was released. This was a, a big one for me. I really liked what they did with Sam because I mean, again, when you're going on 12 seasons, moving into 13 seasons, where do you take your characters? How do they evolve? And yeah. this is a natural progression that it feels real. It feels like this is this is a natural. This is a natural direction for Sam. It's a little late. I'm amazed that he hasn't decided to pick up that leadership role long yeah. before, but it absolutely makes sense. And it's such a natural part of evolving as an individual, realizing, hey, you know what? I've been there, done that. I know that co that complete power corrupts. I've been the vessel of Lucifer. I've drank demon blood. And who better to understand the balance of things? And that's what makes a good leader, understanding the balance. And Sam is a completely different person than he was six years ago. He's a very well-balanced mm -hmm. individual. He handles uh, drama and tragedy very well. And I think the leadership role actually makes sense for him. I think he's a better choice than Dean, frankly. Yeah. Dean is very much a take charge leader. He will be the one first boots in the on the ground, go in guns blazing. Oh, yeah. Guns but blazing. He, but he doesn't deal like you said, Mike, he doesn't deal with tragedy very well or loss. If things go bad and plans go as awry, he's not the calculated one he doesn't think about things going into it sam right not that he's dumb he's he's been no. shown to be very intelligent but sam has always been the one to calculate and research and do the the book work mm -hmm. that's necessary to yep. then take the problem on and dean is just not that person no yeah. so no, i think dean is is head first into the battle without doing any type of right uh, of thought and sam is like well maybe we should take our time here and do this the right way and i think that works now having sam be moved into this leadership role because i think right. that is very much somebody that you would probably rather follow sam is the one you follow when you're setting up plans dean is the one who rallies the troops when shit goes wrong yeah that's yeah and they work in that regard yep you know and his whole element of research will come into play with Mary and the alternate reality. We know that the Nephilim, according to what we heard from San Diego Comic-Con, the Nephilim, Jack, he has not opened the portal by design. It was not a controlled event. There has, There's going to be a lot of questions about how that works, but there is going to be some time in this alternate reality. Uh, Sam's going to apparently be doing one thing about that he can logically do is trying to find how to bring mom back. We know that they've opened portals to other dimensions before. It seems like a smart thing to do. Mm -hmm. And this comes into play with him nurturing Jack and wanting to be that not fatherly role, but more of a mentor while Dean is the one who wants to lash out. Yeah. Again, this makes sense for him being a leader and taking charge of the situation when Dean only is going to want probably vengeance for a while. Right. And the alternate reality being a thing and how they're going to keep I'm it so under. I'm so glad that's coming back. I'm glad, but at the same time, yeah. I'm glad they're giving them rules. Uh, because if they yeah. said, hey, guys, let's open up this reality angle and we're just going to abuse it, it would it would quickly become old and a little bit of a gimmick and it would be a cop out. Yeah. A but Singer immediately said there's going to be some rules that we're going to give ourselves. We're not. We're going to be there. We're going to see things going on. 
but the majority of the season and the episodes will take place in our universe. However, we will see that universe throughout the season. The, the thing is with that, and it's that that alternate universe has to be you have to restrict yourself because it can become such a it, it's, a convoluted way of, yep. of bringing things up. And it's like, I'm glad that we're going to see it. But I'm also glad that, you know, most of the season is going to take place in the in the our universe. Well, see, it has to because then yeah. it would be a different show. Absolutely. It, and you can't do you can't no, change you can't your show that. completely like that. I think the great idea behind that is it's something that we've discussed on this show before. If you limit your toolbox and what you can do, it makes you think more creatively. Absolutely. And if you don't have the ability to show this alternate reality all the time, mm-hmm. you're going to have to tell more interesting stories. And this, to me, I'm looking forward to the idea behind Mary interacting not just with alternate reality versions of characters we know, yep. but getting to know more about Mary in a world or at least with characters that we like and trust. Yeah. Now, we don't know they're going to be the same. Bobby obviously is not the same as the one we knew. And I don't want them to be. I don't want them to be either. But what I am looking forward to is that she will will theoretically have character development with these characters that we like I versus love I love it. development with the British Men of Letters. And mm. every time we see her being like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. At least this time we'll be like, okay, this is the best situation she could be in hanging out with new Bobby. Isn't this know? what we actually discussed for our wrap up where it would be cool to see kind of a parallel storyline where we have our universe, but then we go see what's going on with Mary. I think so. And that's exactly what it seems like based on what Singer and Dab dropped on everyone. Mm -hmm. Seems like that's exactly what they're going to do. And that allows us to keep tabs on Lucifer and have him be a present threat throughout the season without having this weird destructive force in our universe. It does exactly. He can destroy whatever he wants in this universe that's already destroyed. It won't matter. But if he that was one of the problems with season twelve, with him being free, why is thing why are things not just going to hell across the globe? But here he can do whatever he wants while the main universe that we're used to stays intact. I think this is a great setup for the story structure. Yeah. It and allows it, us to build threat without destroying everything. Agreed. You know, but I am looking forward to seeing ca- new characters. They did confirm that some characters who are very sorely missed to our to the show will be coming back in new mm-hmm. and interesting ways. Yep. I I already can make a little list of characters I want to see. Number one, I'd like to have seen Rufus. We know he's a gun, essentially, but that doesn't mean that the actual actor and character of Rufus couldn't come back in some other way. What if Rufus exists and his gun is called Bobby? And they're That's actually gay. Terrible. Okay, Ryan, and nice writing. And they're actually gay lovers. <laughs> the, the, the two guns fuck each other? No, Bobby and Rufus are, are just oh, are, are a couple. And they yeah. name their guns after each other because they love each other so much. It's yeah. the manly and gay thing to do. they insert the tips. Yeah, why not? Docking. They can do it. Yeah. yeah. They dock with their guns. <laughs> and they exchange clips. Oh, it's a magazine and you got that incorrect. Oh, That's wait, okay. it's, a, it's not a clip? What's a clip then? What you think is a clip that's not the actual is this term. A gun and he's show? getting all it's a gun, gun nerdy about it's it. A so gun wait, term. you don't call them clips? It's a magazine, magazine technically. Well, because my dad's a police officer for thirty years and he calls them clips. Well then your dad's wrong. No, oh, Ryan's he, uh, he trains elitist. tons of uh he trains tons of people. Good for your dad, he's wrong. <laughs> Paramilitary, but he's I wrong. I was gonna say I think he's, he's wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my god. I'm gonna tell him that. Can you put it up you on can. the screen? Can you put it up on the screen? It's technically a projector. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly, that's what exactly what's going on. Uh, yeah pretty much yeah because yeah. i'm right <laughs> oh my okay. god the only time he gets mad 
is, is certain categories. Like this, right? I'm yeah. not mad. Why would you use the word I mad? Can... Did I look like Thomas and get all red faced about his brother? That's true. <laughs> it's very different. No, I'm not mad at all. He's slightly flustered. Shout out to Mike's dad. I was pissed off. That's so stupid. I just made him a character on the show. Uh, <laughs> now we can make fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I, I would like to see the actor who played Rufus yeah, come here. back. Maybe it's not the same Rufus, obviously, but it could be the same character with a different name. There's no Agreed. rules here, yeah. frankly. In this world, I like poetry. We, we talked about it at the end. Of, <laughs> Jesus. We <laughs> talked about it at the end of season 12. Crowley could be a hunter, an angel, he even Castiel could be a demon. Like, there's no rules here. Yeah. Other than these characters in some way return. Yep. And right. if it is new and interesting ways, I think they would be silly to shoehorn themselves by giving you, oh, it's the same, but they don't remember you. Right. Yeah, see, Give us something stupid. completely different. Yeah. And, and another thing Robert Singer said was, um, even though we're going to be doing things like this, we're going to be very careful it's gonna we're gonna use you this have to be very sparingly they said it'll be fun and we're gonna do it sparingly because if we do it too much it's gonna get old real fast and it will no longer have its effect it becomes fan fiction then. right and that's the problem i mean not the good kind that i write there's but, yeah they're really kind of <laughs> the, fucked. the good then they docked their clips yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh scratch that i mean, I mean magazines. magazines backspace backspace i mean magazines <laughs> delete delete but i do think they would be silly to not take advantage of that to f the full extent, but you're right. They do have to limit it a little bit. Otherwise, it becomes fan fiction, and that will do what we say not to do is listen to the fans too much rather than yeah. tell a good story. Yep. Those so, fans, and then those fans are all, the people in this room included. So, uh, they did mention that a bit of news that it, it kind of is this way too much spoilers? No. To me, it almost is. Well, warn people. So, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, mofos. Jack will hold on, hold on, hold oh, on, oh, hold on. Oh, Give fuck. people a second to sign out. Jesus Christ! Shut <laughs> off your phones. Throw your laptop across the room. Now, there's alert. Now this isn't going to be anything that's going to ruin the story. No, but it is something you may not want to hear. So hold on. We'll give you some time to sign out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Get out of here, you big fuckers. Get out of here. Get out of here. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Is that going to be a new drop? Whenever we have spoilers, we'll have that play. Si yeah. Sign back in in about three minutes. Don't sign back in. Just kidding. We're going to spoil everything. Oh, people actually signed out. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> oh, wow. See? What a way to destroy a show, Thomas. I just, you're the one that brought the fucking siren into the thing. <laughs> Ryan beatboxing over it. That wasn't really beatboxing. Whatever. I, mean, I could have beatboxed if I wanted to. It's not a clip. It's a magazine. It's not beatboxing. <laughs> That was sort of rapping. So technical today. You need to sort of rap with your magazine, not beatbox with a clip. Shut up. Why don't you shout out to your brother? <laughs> I killed him after that event. <laughs> anyway, spoiler alert. Apparently, Jack will not be the big bad of season 13. He I'm, will gl be I'm glad. Yeah, me too. I'm glad, although it makes me really fucking curious. Absolutely. As to what... By curious? Ooh. <laughs> by universe curious. The... Oh. If Lucifer is presumably the big bad of the alternate universe, is there a current day threat going on in the normal world that we're used to? If it's not Jack, he will be a part of the story, apparently, but he's not going to be the main threat. So I wonder what they're going to do with that then. Are, are, is the Men of Letters going to come back with a vengeance, or are they going to be on the back burner I, I for a while? Men of Letters, I think, will be on the back burner. I think yeah, according they to, to Dab uh, or Robert Singer, one of them said that they are done. 
they're not an issue for now. Yeah, I don't think they would be. They had a pretty clear cut defeat. Yep. In they they got to lick their wounds. They got. Yeah. They got. <laughs> they got defeated hard. They got their fucking shit pushed in. <laughs> oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's true. So we know Jack would be a part of it as we. Uh, uh, uh. As we've said, Sam wants to try and use his powers for good and teach him a lot of stuff, whereas Dean has no trust in him whatsoever. Yeah. But he's not going to be the biggest threat. Apparently, the biggest threat will be an old friend, quote, that they have not seen in years. Hmm. I have no idea who it could be. Do you have any theories who, the, who this can be? An old friend. See, an, an actual old friend. friend, or is that just a tongue-in-cheek? That's Dabster. That's Singer's words. I believe it's Singer. Either, I, either it's I one would of them. Think what, there's my pipe dream, <laughs> which, because of alternate realities, I'd love to see Yellow Eyes return. I don't think it's alternate reality yeah. person. If it's not an alternate reality oh, person. Oh, but it does say maybe someone from the alternate universe. That, that was said. So it could be someone from the alternate universe. He will create. He will create a lot of problems for the Winchesters. Interesting. He. So who, who is left? And he says probably someone not currently in our world. Hmm. So does that mean dead? Could it be death? Because we already know death might come back based oh, on that little shit. that little nugget they dropped on us with that do. recap that card. Oh, that'd yeah. be fucking cool. Was death put on put in timeout? Because you can't kill death. We've already talked about that. You can't kill gods in mythology. You put them on timeout. Well, we know that the horsemen were put into another realm, essentially, where they weren't dead, but they weren't at power. Right. Could it be something like that? Death is a horseman of the apocalypse. Could he bring the others back? Yeah. Hmm. Could that be an element? I don't know if I want death to be the main villain, though. Because like... then that means defeat, and I don't want him to be fully <sighs> gone. <laughs> I don't know. I okay. I understand they have waged war against some of the most villainous and powerful enemies at this point right but as we know death is the ultimate he has said he will reap god which means he can reap the darkness which as of now the darkness and god are the strongest entities but death is stronger because he'll reap them right not necessarily so do we really stronger. want the most strongest it's season 13 it'd be a good way to introduce him as a threat while not having him be the main Thing for season 13 okay if you introduce death back into it and he causes problems as the main big bad or antagonist mm -hmm. mike you know antagonist doesn't necessarily mean villain right so much right he could be a threat he could be a way that could take out lucifer by the end of season 13 or 14 theoretically they can't have too many of these because that's what they did last year though that's the thing they, need, true, they, they need to focus on they need to be very careful with yeah. that but death would be intimidating it would be a great way to remove lucifer from the board and if it would make a power level equal for Jack to actually have some kind of threat or or force to fight against. Right. It does make sense it for, makes for sense. it to be death because there is that cosmic consequence issue that we have to go back to. They killed death. They killed Billy. They broke their their, uh, their deal yeah, that they had with Billy. Consequences. Yeah. Uh, now they have allowed a Nephilim. Oh half lucifer half human now roaming the earth there's a lot of things that they're gonna want some answers to questions and it, death would make sense absolutely so is the cosmic consequence death comes back Could is be. that the consequence you know that 
Who knows? I, I mean, it could be so many different things, man. That's why I, I I started speculating and I just stopped because it could be. <laughs> I mean, we're dealing with 12 so seasons. Much. It could yeah. be absolutely anything yeah. or anyone. True. I don't know. I I'm excited for it, though. I am really excited just off of that one sh- uh, yep. still image we saw. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah. you know, still spoiler alert esque. The Reaper cutting the Impala in half. I mean, if that's not death, dude. Death, 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 death. If death. that's not death, that's pretty fucking intimidating. I almost way. didn't even post that in our chat. I know. I, I know how you guys get mad, and I'm like, well, it's, we're going to talk about it on the show. So, yeah. well, it, it let popped, me share my excitement. It popped up in the. You know I figured what? you already saw it, Ryan, at, yeah. at Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, so it was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Not worried about it. I don't it. know. It could be anybody. Like you said, we've had a dozen years now. It could be anything. Yeah. But. Uh, one of the other big bits of news was where does this leave Castiel? Now we know through social media that he's not gone for good. What? I no. know. I know. Shocker. How do we know this? Because he showed up at Comic Con and walked right past me. But but how do we know this though? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Stupid. Now he actually has... said it at the convention. He yeah. said that he'll be back. <laughs> yeah. There's talking about spoiler. Yeah. Thanks a lot, shithead. Oh, we, come on. Me? No. Oh. He should have had that <laughs> shit, before he head, said it. Shit, hit, shit. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. My name's Misha. I don't wash my hands. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He's stuck on that. I'll he never, is. He I'll really never, is. I'll never forget that. It was just a thing, man. Now, somehow he comes back. We know that he was acting as a surrogate father figure for Jack. We know that he was acting as the protector for him. So there's a lot of speculation that Jack will be the one who brings him back. We had talked about alternate possibilities of maybe it was a different Castiel. Yeah. What I think essentially it's going to be Cass just comes back thanks to Jack. But apparently he's going to get a bit of a reset, as Mike said, and he might find some way to blame himself for everything as he usually does. But pretty accurate. Castiel does. Castiel said that as of right now, from what he read in his in the script, that he doesn't. That he doesn't blame himself as of right now. And I believe he said uh, they're up to season or episode six. Hmm. Interesting. So uh, that's my one of my biggest questions outside of big bads and what the story is going to be about Um, in terms of characters. All their characters have their place. It's very it's obvious. Not in terms of there's no mystery, but we kind of can figure out and speculate where Dean's going to be at emotionally, where yeah, Sam's where gonna Sam's going to be at, where Mary will be at, um, and even Lucifer. But in terms of Castiel, where does he go? And this is a, something we always ask every single every season. Year. Where does he go? What's his point? What do you do with a character like that? What's his purpose for this season? And I know he did he did say that he's going to be a bit of a nurture, uh, not a nurturer, but a um. A father surrogate father, yeah, surrogate father for Jack, somewhat. So that'll be interesting. I think I, I don't want it to become a you know a father and son show by any means like that. I, I, obviously, it is all about family, but I don't know if I want a little kid and Castiel walking around. I, That's I don't just know. weird, man. I, I don't know if, how I feel about that. However, if they do it right, I think it could work, especially if Castiel and Jack were to build up some type of friendship where they care about each other and then the evilness inside of jack gets the better of him Mm, and then there's a little bit of emotional struggle of what does castile do does he kill this person now that's kind of like his son right 
Is or, there a way to reprimand <laughs> right? See, like that, a father? That would be an interesting angle if they did it right. It's also very dangerous. Yeah. When you're dealing with something that powerful, it seems kind of silly. And I, you could easily run into a Crowley with Amara situation. Yeah, you may have power for a little bit, but eventually they're going to get wise right. and say, fuck you, dad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does work a little bit if he does take Jack under his wing. It kind of makes sense for Castiel. Newly because healed wing? So Can stupid. Fly away? So dumb. So dumb. <laughs> It does make sense, though, for his character if he wanted to take care of him, not only because of his promise to his mother, Jack's mother, right, right. but also he feels a lot of blame and guilt, resent, uh, not resentment, but guilt for um, what he did to Jimmy Novak and his daughter. And we already know that he struggled with that, that he wanted to take care of her, even though she didn't want his help, um, because he felt responsible. So obviously this is something he struggles with, and in a way he could work through those types of issues and those problems if they connect it the right way through Jack. Hmm. So there is a lot of things they can do with Castiel. Which is nice because without, they haven't had that for a little bit. Yeah. So I am, I'm actually very anxious to find out wh what direction they take it. I think it's good that they have it much more focused on him as a person though, or his his character and personality. Yeah. Season 11, he was basically just the meat suit for Lucifer to be part of the story. He was just hanging out. He just he was just hanging around. Yep. You know, and in season 12, there was a little bit of he was really only relevant to the Nephilim story at the end. The first half of the season is just him hanging out with the brothers and and killing Billy the Reaper. But he himself wasn't evolving, wasn't doing much. So if they are going to play up this angle of the father figure relationship element i feel like that's at least an interesting new way to take things i agree with a character that unfortunately due to his power level is usually kind of boring yeah because yep. of the limitations they eventually Superman have to syndrome. put on him yep i'm a little nervous with the with the person they cast as jack again it's yeah you can either be a win it can either be a win or a big failure <laughs> when, when, when you cast kids yep yeah it's, it's true i mean i'm watching a show i don't want to, to derail too much but i'm watching a show called strain that i just want to quit watching a because the writing has just gone downhill but also there's a kid in it that you're just like dude you suck in every way <laughs> everything it's about so you is terrible everything about you sucks your face sucks the writing for your character sucks your acting sucks and, you fucking suck, and i don't kid. feel bad saying it he got, he's a kid and he's acting we, we review and critique things yeah and i don't want to have that i don't want that don't to want that happen to in, in my, one of my favorite shows and you know supernatural i want i don't want that to happen i don't want to start looking at someone that i absolutely loathe like claire yeah. claire shut up she's not that bad dude <laughs> she, and she's in one or two episodes it's awful <clears throat> well of supernatural yeah. but oh. There was a bit of news about the new spinoff Wayward Sisters. Or is it Wayward Sisters or Wayward Daughters? It's I can never remember. Wayward Sisters. Wayward Sisters. Uh, of the traveling pants. <laughs> <laughs> the vagina monologues. They talked a little bit about that. Uh, Dab said the spinoff is something that we have been talking about internally since we reintroduced Claire Novak to the show, which I believe was in season nine. And the idea that Jody has already taken in Alex Jones they thought this would be an opportunity to make things happen. Is that, wait, is that really your name, Alex Jones? Apparently. Wow, she's a talk show host. <laughs> <laughs> he says, it's something that simmered for us and fans really latched onto it in a way we never could have expected and in a really awesome way. Uh, and then for us, it was like last season because of the British Men of Letters and because of Mary, it didn't feel right to introduce it. This season, it feels right. And the way it's going, as you'll see, 
as you watch the show in the first half of season 13, it evolves, I think, very organically out of the first half of the season in a way in which we, wow, you team rambles, we we're able to do because we had such a high amount of lead time. Okay, stop there for a second. Yes. Now, when he says organically, that's the key word there. And I'm yeah. glad they did this because this is what I've been saying since day one with the spinoff. You cannot introduce a brand. Yeah, B-Day. You can't just (laughs) introduce a new pile of characters that you know nothing about, a new storyline out of nowhere and say, hey, guys, here you go. Enjoy the the backdoor pilot. And nobody gives a shit. You you don't know who the fuck anybody is. Right. You have to base your spinoff on something already built we give in a shit about you have at that point they had nine years of mythology lore and characters in the archives they should have been they could have easily pulled from any of those things and made a seamless naturally progressing spinoff well that leads into the next thing he says oh and i just want to punch him for this because he oh. says it feels unlike the first spinoff we did which was by design meant not to feel like supernatural this is meant to feel like Supernatural, but a different set of stories in that world. Now, two things, Thomas. Holy shit. Yes. Two Th- things. You admitted that? Yes. That's so fucking stupid. All right. Sorry. I, I, I have, <laughs> I, don't say sorry. I agree with you. There's two things, though. One, it makes me, I get immediately infuriated with, with Singer for saying that by design, they made bloodlines. dab. Shitty. Oh, this. dab. Yeah. By design, they made bloodlines not feel like supernatural what the hell were you why thinking the fuck would you do whose that? idea was that why would you make a show that feels nothing like supernatural and call it a spinoff first off that was a terrible decision but number two the positive the fact that they have recognized the error in their mm-hmm. ways has given me even more hope on wayward sisters because that they have made it a point to say this is supernatural this is, and which we're going to go into that at a later time, more in depth for the Wayward Sisters. Mm-hmm. We but have a whole thing. For we that. have a whole thing for that. But the fact that he says that, that this is supernatural, mm-hmm. just different characters, same ideals, still same themes, same themes that make supernatural supernatural. It's going to be about family, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, that's now you're on the right track. Well, and where it, the fuck was that the first time? Yeah. And why did you go so different? That's like. Well, it was about family, but I know ma- you mafia liked, families. I know you love ice cream and you wanted more, so I shit into a bowl. That's close <laughs> enough, right? It's chocolate. It looks it's like chocolate. chocolate looking. It's a soft serve. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends like, on what you ate. Are, it came from my butthole. You Ugh. deliberately went against what people wanted. And and this is something that Mike and I talked a little bit about off air. Was He's that such be- a rebel. <laughs> was it trying to be <laughs> a new CW show? With Supernatural as a launching point? I think that's what they were yep. trying to do. Because this, Wayward Sisters, feels like a spinoff to Supernatural. Bloodlines feels like a CW show that had the same rules in the universe to monsters yeah. as Supernatural. Yeah, e- even the pitch. Uh, I don't want to get too much into yeah, this. Yeah, we'll, we'll gloss over yeah, it, but yeah. the pitch of Bloodlines was very much something you'd see on other shows. Whereas yep. the new elements that recently was pitched for Wayward Sisters sounds like an episode of Supernatural. I'm like, now this sounds amazing. Yeah. And again, guys, we're going to be talking a bit about the Wayward Sisters, some of the news that came out for that, including casting decisions, what, like they, like Dab said himself, where the themes come from, what the entire feel of the show, how it is a true spinoff to Supernatural. We're going to be talking about that in an additional Patreon bonus episode. 
So if you guys are a member of Patreon, I think it's the five dollar tier. We're we're, good, we're doing it for the bonus the this bonus month. Episode so the bonus month. Patreon this month is only three dollars a month. Three dollars. There you go. And yeah. you guys will get access to that. And this will be a, another full blown discussion about Wayward Sisters, what they can do with it, what news we've heard about it. Because there's a lot to go over and discuss. A it's a whole other show. Yeah. There's there's too much time with this. We've already gone on this for long enough, and we still have a fucking episode to watch. <laughs> yeah. Let's get fu- let's get funny. But for those of you guys who yeah. are on Patreon, we've got the Hookman discussion that we talked about season one, episode seven. It'll be out tonight. Ooh. Out Ooh. tonight. It's rendered. It's loaded. I Look just need that. to release it. Just got to release it. You're, you all worked up. I like yep. to release some stuff, too. We've got, Mine's normally gooey, though. <laughs> oh, we've got additional season we six We are the worst mishaps. promoters of shows. And you wonder why it's people. Sexual. You wonder why people ask me, like, hey. <laughs> Do you guys do a retrospective of season one? I'm yeah, like, you didn't hear Ryan talk about jizz? Oh, wait. That wasn't a good segue, That wasn't was on it? there. <laughs> That's how we promote shit. Yeah. But if you guys check out Patreon, patreon.com slash Digital, look for that. Again, as Mike said, Hookman will be out tonight, but the Wayward Sisters discussion will be for this month's bonus show. We also did a bonus video cast as part of the dollar tier. One dollar gets you a 20-minute video cast where we talk... We speculate about a supernatural feature film and the direction they should go, when they should do it, and what should be in it, who should write it, who should direct that it. That alone is 20 minutes long. Oh, man, it is awesome. It's, it was such a great discussion, and we cut ourselves a little short. I think we could have gone on for another hour. It, to 10 minutes, it was supposed to be 10 minutes, and it went on half for 20. Almost. And that's available for Patreon subscribers starting at the dollar tier. So a dollar a month will get you that, plus our ongoing 10-minute discussions we do. So check that out as well. With that, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to set up Plucky Penny Whistle's Magical Menagerie, where you guys can watch along with us. We're going to discuss it just a little bit before we start it. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Don't you cry no more. You little maggot. You are no longer a part of this story. Hey, ass butt. 